I always feel bad when I say a inappropriate word on this podcast because I see the screen light up in front of Jordan, him tracking. Okay. This is the point where I need to bleep it out. We appreciate your dedication to the pod, Jordan. <laughs> Just I'm I'm running up y'all's tabs for the White House swear jar. You'll, you'll get an invoice at the end of the season. You're gonna have a really nice steak dinner at the yep. end of the season. It's gonna be Thank lovely. You. Go down to Panos, get yourself a <laughs> Panos is closed. What? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle and The Bachelor. Let's face it, that's what we're here for. Uh, you can find The Wheel Route at www.thewheelroute.com. Find us at The Wheel Route on Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram at Wheel Route Podcast. Uh, we are accessible, the podcast is. Um, via apple podcast spotify google play or stitcher you can also stream the show right off the website and yeah good stuff some good stuff going out into the ether these days my name is logan whitehouse i'm on twitter at log on the donna coming to you guys live from stewart florida where um weather perked up it's warm today 77 this morning when i was at work wild little little humidity in the air my elbows are feeling good Moist. Who else feeling, is here? Feeling limber. Uh, my name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where the weather has perked down recently. We've, uh, we've had some blustery winds, some rainy mid-40s uh, the past couple of days. Great sleeping weather. Uh, everything else, not so much. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. I'm on Twitter.com, at ShankJordan. Uh, we are a college football podcast sometimes, too, and today was the second National Signing Day for the 2020 recruiting class. Yesterday. Yesterday was. Uh, so congratulations to your school for signing underrated uh, talent that you evaluated better than anyone right. else. And I'm excited to see your staff coach them up in the fall. Yeah, we're about to hit the icky season where we get a bunch of position coaches tra- changing jobs. It's already happened. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, big big get for the Florida Gators. They picked up uh, their tight ends coach left to go coach um, Howard University. Okay. Uh, I believe his name was Larry Scott, potentially Larry Scott. Um, he left to go coach Howard University, and uh, they brought in Tim Brewster, who was formerly Florida State's um, – Florida State's tight ends coach uh, and basically lead recruiter when they were like recruiting insanity under Jimbo. So oh, wow. big move, big move for the Gators. Uh, this, the fan base is excited that Mullen is addressing some problems because they uh, had an underwhelming finish to the class yesterday. You hate to see it. Yeah, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Top seven class, I'll take it. Let's play ball. Top seven class, top four or five coach. Let's do it. 2020 is the year. Emily, who else is here? Uh, well, Emily, <laughs> Coachy to some. Uh, also coming to you from Stewart, Florida, sharing a mic with the one and only Log One the Don. And Not a marriage a bed. Huh? Yeah. And yeah. a marriage bed. Yep, and a, a marriage bed. bed. This is true. Yes. 
Um, not much popping over here in Stewart these days. Where can people find you on Twitter? Oh, Wheel Route Intern. Uh, is is how is it spelled? Wheel R T E Intern. Right. Our best content is coming from the at Wheel R T E Intern account. So please follow, yeah. retweet, tell your friends, tell your wife. Look, I'm committed to the cause. And I might have a bit of a problem when it comes to The Bachelor. An obsession, some might say. It's fine. There could be worse things. Call it a passion. It's a a passion. There we go. Yeah, it's my passion project. (laughs) It's all about how you spin this. That's right. Um, I've also been dabbling in more of my intern responsibilities, creating a new logo. Uh, You hear that, Jason? Slash, (laughs) like, posts for the Instagram account. Right. So, yeah. You know? Other than that, a lot of people have been telling me I'm becoming more and more like Logan, which is a little concerning. You would think I, you, people would be telling him he's becoming more like me, but a natural leader of men. I don't understand why you would not want to be like. That. I, I was told today that my explaining things voice is the same voice you use when you're like doing the like. Listen, the breaking it down. Well, so the summary of it was I was like t- telling someone, I guess something like I was doing in therapy and they're like, I know this isn't your therapy voice because I've heard that voice before, but this is a lot like Logan's voice he uses to explain how you do therapy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> hmm. Good to know. So, so are we becoming like each other or are we becoming like what we think each other is like? Oh, that's a really good question. Wow. I meta. don't get paid enough to diagnose that. So pretty, pretty meta, dude. In, um, the, in the biblical sense, two shall become one. So maybe we're becoming more like each other. Hey, now we're becoming more like Christ, baby. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of which, what are you drinking, Emily? I'm drinking a five dollar rosé from Target. Uh, nice. Bought it because it was five dollars and it had a cute label. Rooted or rooted. fruits and roots or something. It was rooted. Um, booted. Not a lot to it. It. I mean, refreshing, but you drink it fast, not because it's good, but because it literally kind of is just like drinking water. It's like, oh, cool. Water and wine. That is Christ-like. Right. Wow. So many parallels. Not bad. I like that. Yeah. It's like, it's it's crisp and refreshing, but not a lot of... dry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's not overly sweet, which is good. Jordan? I have a Lagunitas IPA. I have the taller can for our super long episode tonight nice it shall last and sustain me i saw that Important. um they had cans of little something something at uh the abc store here in mm. florida i've not seen the cans of that before that's a good beer to have in the can you could get yourself in trouble with that though they're high abv high octane Indeed. Um, as you guys know, Low Carb Logie is well and truly out So I am drinking some bubbly water. This is raspberry bubbly water, but I have a splash of pink lemonade in it because actually it's high carb day. Thursdays are high carb day for Low Carb Logie. Do a little, do a little uh, you know, backloading on the carbs, keep my insulin response up so my uh, metabolism stays running. You're, uh, you're sounding a little stuffy in, in the nasal. Yeah. That- yeah. I, uh, Yet again, went to a party at a dear friend Sean and Stephanie's house and came home the next day and was sick. So I don't really know what's going on at their house other than the fact that they do have some kitty cats, lovely kitty cats. I tend to be a tad allergic to kitty cats, but uh, typically I can buffer that by like going outside and such. But um, 
Yeah, lovely Super Bowl party. Had a great time. Lovely time. Great setup over great there party. for it. But um, definitely have had the sniffles for a couple days now. But uh, I think I'm on the other side of it. My voice sounds actually worse than I feel. If it's one of those things, like I, oh, I think my my voice is sort of chasing the uh, the pro the progression of the sickness. I I had a very sore throat on Monday and uh, Logan, significant drainage. Yesterday. Logan does this thing where he definitely like believes everything is mental, and which is probably you know in a way like a good thing, like mental toughness. Admirable. Is good for you. It is admirable. very admirable. Yeah. But at, uh -huh. there's other times where you just it's just more stubborn than it is admirable. So like we're driving to the gym yesterday and he's all like, yeah, no, I feel good enough to go. I'll get over at him in the passenger seat. And well, I sneezed like, like four times in like a like 20 second span. Aggressive sneezes that it like hurt to hear them. But he also, his eyes are just like bloodshot red. They're super watery. He just like looks sick, pale. It's because of the like, sneezing. Are you sure, are you like, sure I'm you not a quitter. Go? Yeah, well, we were like hell from the sneezing, but I'm not a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> we were almost there, so. Um, but hey, put it down. Mm -hmm. Did have to work out and quit. Mm -hmm. Great times. Well, so. I didn't realize you quit. Well, I, I did more than have to work out, but I did quit. Mm. Yeah, just I just well, I just didn't finish. Yeah, that's okay. You did your best. <sighs> Debatable, but it's all right. All right, let's get into this. Um, five hours of bachelor content this week. We had four one-on-one -on -one dates. Three rose ceremonies. There were two people kicked off the island. A two-on-one date. and Yeah, a two-on-one date and uh, an injury that somehow did not result in any points scored for anybody, which is a bummer. So, yeah. um, Note it. Put it on the spreadsheet for next time. What does that mean? Well, because uh, injuries, if you think about like Colton's season, who was the girl? Was it oh, was the girl you liked, Jordan, who was trying to take like a picture and she fell off the rocks? Wow. How Colton season was really was this girl. Colton while, season was really like where I started Logan paying attention. Really liked. Oh, was she, it the Kerpa girl? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, yeah young yeah. Kerpa. There's always some injuries. So right. We'll add it to the spreadsheet. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but but Peter was injured. It, we, no one scores if the Bachelor or Bachelorette gets no, this injured. This is true. Yeah. We just but, have to drink when someone gets injured. I would Spoiler say, alert. I would say for future, like if if one uh -huh. of our uh, athletes were involved in the injury of the bachelor or bachelorette we could score on that fine i'm okay with that done oh also i'd like to posit uh that we add a scoring category for talking about yourself in the third person um because and i i really noticed that sydney did this a lot and i wasn't just trying to score points for my team but i it's like it's a go-to move that people have, much like saying right reasons. But it's like I just feel like he never got to know the real Sydney, and it's like just something that like like I don't know. It's just funny. So I think we should do that for next time. Make some improvements. We'll actually remember to update spreadsheet better. Slash yeah. I will. Okay. All right, cool. I, I could be down for that. All right, thank you. <clears throat> okay, uh, as we mentioned, a lot of Bachelor content this week. Five hours Five of Bachelor. Hours. While we're on that, I didn't really understand. Cause so Chris Harrison had tweeted it was going to be a three-hour episode, but the way he, he said it was because of the Iowa caucus. So in my mind, it was going to be that a two-hour episode that took three hours. Yes. Yes. And mm -hmm. but that never happened. It was just a three-hour no, episode. It did not. Yeah, the Iowa caucus I think was a bit of a, a a bleep storm, so we didn't really cut to that very much. And I think what I gathered was they were like they I think they had like areas in the episode that they would have cut out and not showed 
but we wouldn't have missed out because Chris said like you're not going to miss out on any of the drama like we'll cut away but you won't miss any of the drama so I think that they just had like an extended we just saw like an extended cut episode but it was certainly long and tedious yeah there's a lot going on I I, like I'm certainly not going to go watch it back to try and figure out what they would have cut but nothing comes to mind of like oh that was definitely filler yeah, I, maybe I like one or two on. of the Sydney makeouts in the uh, in the hot tub, or you know, yeah. there was a lot of that going on. I will say, I feel like it helped us get back on track from just like cliffhangers. True. Like we ended with a rose ceremony again, which is like okay, we're back in the cycle yeah. of things. A clean end to yeah. an episode feels good. I will say that these rose ceremonies ne- you never end like on a good note. Like I understand no. that like people leaving is not good, but it seems like. There's never like a celebratory like I feel like last year at the end of like Hannah's rose ceremonies, there was always like sort of a celebratory vibe in the room, even when like Luke P was wild and then like giving bad toasts and stuff like people at least were like, oh, yeah, like this. It just seems like it's like, all right, we made it, guys. Like everyone is just like resigned that they like they will march on for another week. Let's try um, to get in another country. <laughs> right. Anyhow, uh, let's go all the way back to Monday night for the first uh First episode, Emily, can you start us off? Was was this when Alea returned? So this was, we had a cliffhanger last week where Alea had returned and they were at the cocktail party right. preceding the cocktail party. No, oh, yeah, it was the, the, it was a group the football game after party. That well, was supposed to be came... for the winners, but everyone went to. Right, so that's right. when she the got the ceremony. rose back. But then yes. now we're at the cocktail party for the rose ceremony. Okay. Yep. So she had already gotten a group oh, yeah. date rose. She had them tatties out, too. She wow. got a group date rose for the, the group date cocktail party she had interrupted. Mm-hmm. But now... Which is unbelievable. So she's thinking Boys. she's safe at this rose ceremony. Right. However, uh, we see all the girls, like talking about her in front of her which was weird they're like they all sitting in a circle numbers. they they were it was, yeah anybody. it was sort of a, a, a jump on luke p situation for yeah. sure um and then peter pulls Leia asking to talk to her one-on-one um peter is feeling the pressure also Oh, like he is realizing he has blown this to like the girl multiple yeah. times already. And he could potentially lose his entire cast. Yeah, the, the girls are like on the verge of just full on revolt at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like anybody likes Peter that much, except for maybe Madison to like stay. Yeah, a lot of the women oh, are McKinney questioning. definitely would have stayed, but. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> She's she needed to go home more than anyone, like period. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was it was it Demi? Demi was openly campaigning on Twitter, like get this girl out of here. I can't, <laughs> I can't watch this anymore. There's Excuse a lot me. coming Plus. from Demi too. Um, that's true. But Peter took kind of an interesting approach in how he talked to Alea about it. He's super kind of uh, sulky and dramatic. He tells her. Uh, I felt such a strong connection with you from night one. Oh God, he needs to stop saying that. Says that to everybody. Don't I think that, that never. Um, he also tells her, "I think that this, everything that's happening, it's just a little, just a little too much." Like, you think? Yeah. Really? You, you dingbat. <laughs> um, claims he doesn't want to put her through any more of it. Right. Like, oh, okay, so it's nothing to do with you, and. Uh, 
sends her home again he's, for a he's negative 30 a points for Jordan. Yeah, being so a gentleman and protecting her honor and integrity so she doesn't have to to wallow in the mud of the house no that was that was bad that was so it's just like well i guess i gotta undo the decision that i made so confidently like he the i i still cracked up that he just like gave that group date rose to her so like here, you can have it. You just walked back in and nobody so, you, this? And everyone was so mad. Just oh, like man. daggers from all directions. Um, and then he, I guess he found an opening and was probably, probably a little relieved. I don't think he'd ever admit to it, but he's probably a little relieved that like he got to, to undo it that quickly instead of having it drag out. Um, yeah. But he, I don't think he executed it very well, like we said. Emily pointed out later, and it was last night, but I mean, obviously this is held true throughout. He is very clearly a people pleaser personality type, and he doesn't want, like, even when he sends girls away or has to walk them out, he, like, does not want any sort of discord on the way out. And it's like, dude, you're, like, breaking up with someone that, like, is here ostensibly to fall in love with you. Like, they're allowed to be mad at you Mm -hmm. and upset, and, like, that doesn't change the fact that, like, your decision is right, but he just, like harps on it it's uh i don't know kind of weird yeah. Emily, you got some dad well i think he's a pretty classic um number nine on the enneagram Ooh. just throwing that out there i know i've been promising an enneagram episode but we'll get there eventually we'll but yeah there. it's like just definitely that like they're very overly accepting and trusting and supportive but can be too willing to go along just to like keep the peace and yeah. like I think you see that with him. He it's also almost like they again just like jump into things too quickly. And you see him doing that with the women. I, you know, I felt an instant connection with you and he says Wait, that the to guy everyone. Who hooked up four times in the fantasy suite gets into things too quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Color me shocked. Yeah, I for one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's curious because and then also like I guess conversely, Emily, he we'll take these girls aside on these dates and like force conversations that seem questionably motivated. Like he just wants to have a hard, like he wants to have a hard conversation for the sake of having a hard conversation. So he feels like he's earned some sort of depth with them. And, and like in reality, this is a a farce of a relationship TV show, right? Like, I mean, like there's no, like, you. you know what we say? I say it all the time. You have to earn the right to be heard by people. There's no way to earn the right to be heard by people by like talking to them in 15 minute snippets and making out for seven of those 15 minutes. Right. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, this, this, we all realize what's going on here, but it is interesting to see that he swings from like, Oh, I just like really feel a connection with you, which he has literally said to every girl Mm -hmm. to like making it really weird for, uh, Victoria F or, um, uh, who was the other Hannah Ann, like, like kind of like putting them on the spot in a weird way and then, and then sort of like forcing them to kind of come unglued and then acting like it's a good thing that they like panicked and came unglued. I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. So I think it kind of feeds right back into why I think he's a type nine, yeah, no, I'm which agreeing. is yeah. that they are very like, they're more caught up in the fantasy of things or the idea of things than the reality of it. Sure. And you can see that playing out with him. I mean, we'll get to it later on, but 
there's multiple times throughout this season where he's talked about the process and this process works and it's worked for me before. And it's like, he's so caught up in this fantasy of being the bachelor and falling in love and having the right. perfect happy ending that I think to him, when girls break down to him or they have this super vulnerable conversation, it plays into his fantasy that it's working rather than maybe looking at it as, huh, like <laughs> what is maybe going on that's making this person maybe a little bit emotional? Coming I'm unhinged. Put, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he sees it as an opportunity to be their rock or to be there for them. And I think that plays into his whole like idea of what relationships should be that's just not realistic. Yeah. In this context. In this context. Yeah. Well, quite frankly, in the real, like, yeah, you should kind of, yeah, you should want to be there for someone, but I think it, you want to be each other's rock, not like, I just want everyone else to fall apart so I can put them back together again, but have the appearance that I have everything together. Because he was kind of that way with Hannah. Like, if you think yep. back to it, we really didn't yep. learn that much about him on Hannah's season. Right. It's not like he had a lot to share about, like, his personal story, but he was always happy to jump in and, like, things have been so hard for you lately. And he talked a lot about, I just want to be your rock. I just want well, yeah, to Well, yeah, and he seemed to you. avoid the drama on Hannah's season, too, which I remember was, like, that's why I, I kind of feel like Madison is sort of the Peter of this season. Like, yes. She's, there's nothing not to like, but right. also, like, I think he's a very likable guy and nice in real life. I just think he's like, I think if I were one of the ladies there, I don't blame them for questioning him because he just kind of comes off again as like head in the clouds. Like, what are you really after? You haven't given us anything really concrete other than that. You want to fall in love yeah. and like make out with women. And Which, are horny. Hey, booms tomorrow. Yeah. Right. But anyway. You know, like, yeah. And it's kind of a similar <laughs> Uh, trail that we saw Hannah take, especially with Luke P of like mistaking or confusing conflict for actual depth and growth in a Bingo. relationship. Yes, absolutely. And so yeah, we're not, we're not, uh, it's not an isolated problem. Uh, apparently this, this thing is common. Um, yeah. And it's not like, it's not a healthy way to view that, especially if you are so, hell bent on i am going to get married at the end of this like think right. about how you're getting to engaged not just like getting there but mm -hmm. that's Precisely. why we need to be life coaches especially coachy on on these seasons <laughs> hey i'm up for it you know i'm just gonna start manifesting and start posting on Speaking twitter to the universe who knows yeah. maybe a producer will you know hit me up um but kind of moving on, not trying to dwell here too long. Um, we say goodbye to De Deandra, Kiara, and Savannah at the rose ceremony. Not too surprised here. Nothing too shocking. Although Deandra seemed really quote, so surprised Blind and confused. I'm so confused, Peter. Who knows? Um, Maybe they had some makeout scenes we didn't get to see. Yeah. Would have been nice if we could have seen them because I could have used some <laughs> points from Deandra. <laughs> I yep. feel like Savannah was underserved on this season as well. Oh, much like a Sarah. Yeah. She's probably normal. It's yeah. probably yeah. really pretty, but probably Super, probably didn't have yeah. any like wasn't bringing it anything volatile enough Chutzpah. to get on, on screen. Yeah, exactly. So now we get to go international. See you, Cleveland. Hello, Hello Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. It's the Pura Vida lifestyle, baby. <laughs> you know how Peter likes to live it. 
and we are greeted by Peter with like gaping head wound. Um, first thing, so he, uh, I mean, he tells a really stupid story to oh, the girls. It's totally a ri- lie right away like... about how he got it. Um, and then we see the footage, and it looks like he just like cracked his head onto the back of a golf cart, like the, the awning on the top of a golf cart, and his head like ricocheted into a glass he had in his hand, and somehow the glass like cut his head pretty good. The glass he had, like, shattered. Multiple stitches, yeah, yeah, on the side of his head. So he's been going through these last two, this all five hours of footage this weekend with a this week with a with a damn like mannequin stitches and yeah on his forehead yes exactly so pretty funny to try to seem like keep it together like all sweaty with that thing peeling off and like costa rica and everything but um yeah did uh did you see the mike gold (laughs) jr tweet about getting caught on security footage um while on vacation in in an embarrassing situation Yes, I did. When oh, he got so he good. got tossed, well, he tripped on the elliptical or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he just like ate it coming <clears throat> off the elliptical. Yeah, and somehow, so good for him for finding, you know, having the wherewithal to get the footage back. But uh, that True. was a good treat. Absolutely, but uh, we we started off with a one on one date with Sydney. Mm-hmm. And what a scoring spree it was for Logan. We had a helicopter ride. We had multiple water feature kisses. A lot of water. I mean, we potentially had water feature coitus, unconfirmed water yeah. feature coitus, which. Uh, you know. I'm just saying, not I, that I think anyone's pregnant, but I I was the one who said if someone gets pregnant, it's Sydney. All right, well. Same. Okay. So thank, I, thank back to our, okay. our spreadsheet. Um, did we put the confirmed coitus column in there yet? We have not. We have okay. not put that in there. We haven't put anything in there. I'm sorry. I need to get in there and, yeah. and do some editing. He also has not put in the negative points column, so I've had to just put it in our show notes for aye, now. Yeah, Well, some people just can't Jordan, have it all you're, together. You're, like, sorry, I got to subtract thirty points from your score for the two times Alea got sent home. So, well, well one you time. Know, just one time. Sorry, just once. Yeah. Well, yeah, but anyway, so on this date, we basically. Arrive to a picnic site where um, first we have Sydney kind of talking about her parents' divorce, which of course you know is going to be gripping to Peter. She says she's only seen her dad five times across her life. Pretty sad. Yeah. Um, and then about she opens up a little bit more about what she shared earlier in the season, her history of being bullied, specifically race racially charged bullying. Um, saying she ate lunch every day in the bathroom. She didn't go to her homecoming or prom. So with this, there was a bit of a storm on social media after Mm -hmm. the episode where people who, I guess, allegedly went to high school with her were posting pictures from their yearbook of what appeared to be Sydney at like a home on a homecoming court or prom court. Um, and like, being involved in clubs and such at school and people are like, oh, if it really was that bad, like, you know, I don't know. Just pretty horrible stuff people were posting. However, Sydney did clap back, as Great. you would say. Um, as the youths are saying. <laughs> and again, because you and I talked about this when we saw this coming out on Twitter. We were like, well, like, you could still be on homecoming court and be bullied. Yeah. Like, that's well, not... I'm- from the pictures that I saw, it almost looked like this high school has beauty pageants. It wasn't even like a homecoming or a prom thing. It was just like, uh, we have good. beauty. That's, pa- 
Hella like, Alabama. That is yeah, the very well, it's Alabama. Like Hannah Brown was in the same yearbook, so yeah. they like. Right. Yeah. This so, this place churns them out apparently. Well, that's where yeah. um, that's where so what? oh, what's her name from that podcast we listened to was from Alabama too, wasn't she? The beauty pageant girl that got went missing. Oh, was it? What happened to Terry? No, Grinstead? no, no. That was Georgia. Was it Georgia? That was Georgia. No, same idea. SEC. Anyway, Sydney <laughs> did tough. say it was not. Home, it was a pageant where she was judged by a panel of judges and not her peers, and kind of went on to say like. Uh, yes, I ate in the bathroom. I had to wipe like racial slurs off the bathroom like walls. Every time I was in there, I think there was like some pretty terrible things written on her car windows throughout high school. She was called like a half breed. Um, Oreos would get like stuffed in her locker along with her locker being vandalized with racial slurs. So it sounds pretty awful. Yeah. And it's just kind of really unfortunate that uh, people were, you know, posting what they were that she had to like defend herself when it seems like she shouldn't have anything to have to defend herself against right did you guys were you guys aware of anyone eating lunch in the bathroom at your high school uh yeah yeah really no i i was aware of a an athlete using the bathroom for fermentation yes me too i was also aware of that i walked in on that on this on this podcast before but you know hiding grape juices in the ceiling tiles and aging them yes Wow. He was convinced it worked, but uh Hey, out here trying to make that make make that hooch, you know what I'm saying? The high school hooch. <laughs> Good blue streaks. So anyhow, so yeah, Sydney's date, I mean it was fine. They Lots helicoptered. Of Tons of making out. Uh, it was definitely a good opportunity for Peter to work on his make out game. He says she's the best kisser in the she house. Claims she's mm-hmm. the best kisser in the house um yeah i mean i don't really know like what i'm sure he probably told her that he has a very strong connection with her but it's it's i guess maybe a little difficult to see it seems like they have a more of a physical connection if anything but it's it's also hard to tell with peter because he seems like he just wants to make out with everyone at all times so yeah he's um, all over the place yeah and i mean obviously he really appreciated uh the opportunity that sydney gave him by telling him about her problems and then he was able to lift her on the rocks a couple times while they were making out in the water. Do so. we think that this move is just strategy to hide his boners on national television? I mean, that has to be part of it. I mean, it, seems, it seems smart if you think about it that yeah. way. Yeah. Try to keep it PG. TV it's 14 funny. at worst. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I mean, certain... let's ask him when he comes on the show next yeah. week. Perfect. Peter, the lifting move. Is that a boner concealing technique? Or... Yeah. He's we... just really into picking up and dropping down. <coughs> Excuse me. But anyhow, all right. So while we are away at the hot tub makeout time machine session, we have Kelsey and Tammy uh, beginning to pick at each other in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Tammy really went on a wild ride these two episodes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she went from like, kind of like sideshow bob lovable like different character that like oh that's interesting she's still around like she seems like she's actually kind of cool to like my god like i think she might be the least likable person i've ever seen in my life (laughs) so uh and this is like coming like like she makes kelsey out to be a sympathetic figure which is pretty impressive work you know i i gotta say so anyhow uh i mean basically what was tammy's even 
what was even Tammy's approach so, there? She just seems like she's trying to break the other girls down. Yeah. She doesn't even seem like she's trying to like. Oh, she's playing. It's psychological win. warfare. Yeah, but she doesn't yeah. even seem like she's trying to win the game. She just seems like she's trying to like make the other girls go crazy. So I think. Which it might be. What we know about Tammy, about like her competitive wrestling and all of that. I think number one, she really does see it as like competition. And so she is there to break girls down. I will dominate the other girls. I also get the vibe that she's probably a girl who like was the kind of like I don't have girlfriends. Like I I hang out with guys. I'm not here for the drama. Oh my gosh, you and I are completely on the same page here. I think, and and it's not to like, uh, not to put her down in that way or anything. It's just like I don't think she's comfortable in that house setting with that many, like you know, very beauty queen, like girls around. Yeah. And I think she just snapped at about this point at about mm-hmm. Monday's episode. She was like, all right, I'm, I'm getting pissed off. This is not funny. I'm going to be at their neck for yeah. the rest of this time until let, I get sent home. Let me, let me uh, release some energy here. And she did. Cause it also seems like the things she's coming at them for are very basic to like, you're crying too much. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're like, is much. that really something we have to stir up that much drama? You're about? coping. You're coping with alcohol. Like that's like a kind of a a touchy thing to like accuse someone of. In, you can in, call in, it slander. Really. Yeah, I mean, a slanderous thing to accuse someone of in this situation. Like, so what are what are you gonna say? Like, oh yeah, I did have a couple glasses of wine yesterday because we were sitting around the house doing jack. <laughs> like, of course you're gonna freaking <laughs> like have two glasses of wine. You'd be lucky if you weren't. Two bottles deep. I mean, like, I'm gonna hang out with you, Tammy, all day. You bet your <laughs> I was drinking wine. So, anyhow, yeah, yeah these are and my so thoughts. So, Kelsey's thing, whole thing was like she was the the previous one on one, I guess, and so she was coming off of it. So, in the clouds and on, you know, on a on just this, this is true. ride of euphoria, and then this was the first one on one date with someone else where she had to see peter get excited about someone else and that like that threw her for a loop she wasn't ready for it so that's how she dealt with it and tammy just saw it as like oh i i crave conflict i have gone too long in this house without like really going at somebody's neck and so that's what she did yeah i mean it was weird and you're right kelsey not completely blameless here like right did seem to do the thing that she and for whatever reason mckenna also end up doing way too much just like speaking to the group about how much they wish they could spend some time with Peter as if not everyone is here to wish they could spend some time with Peter. Like that can't be the thing you're sitting around talking about. Like yeah. seriously. So uh, that, that, that is kind of weird, but yeah, it definitely seemed like Kelsey maybe has some emotional dysregulation issues. Uh, Emily, is that, is that right? Terminology there? Like it's weird. She's got some. It- well, she's, she admits later in the show, she takes Adderall. Which only Which suggests that she has ADHD, but sometimes like a side effect can be like you're maybe a little weepy or huh. moody. I think okay. I'll double check. Certainly well, yeah, both. And it's of those interesting because she like on her one on one, we mentioned how mature she seemed and like well rounded when Peter told her about the Alea stuff. She was just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like let's you know let's. Have you got to make date. sure, yeah. And it was like, oh, maturity and wisdom. Good for her. And then, so it, it's a very uh, volatile situation. Right. Yeah. And then I guess Tammy, just aside from just being like one-on-one confrontational and weird with Kelsey, then kind of like heads into the rest of the group and 
starts like similarly stirring the pot against Kelsey, which I don't know, just seemed mean, mean spirited at best. And like Mm -hmm. her intentions didn't even seem clear as far as like, I could understand if that was a strategic move. I don't see how that was a strategic move. It just seemed mean and unnecessary. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, think so part of it, that was she's probably frustrated at this point of like how little she's progressed. And so that's how it's being expressed or she's like, she's taking it out on whatever punching bag she comes across. Right. Um, so yeah, so that brings us to the group date. Mm-hmm. Emily, take us away. All right, so on our group date, we have <laughs> Cheyenne, Kelsey, Victoria F., Madison, Natasha, Victoria P., Lexi, Hannah Ann, Tammy, and McKenna, um, which all the girls are shocked because that means – oh, no, wait. I'm jumping ahead of myself. Excuse me, getting my nights confused. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we arrived in the middle of the jungles of Costa Rica to a waterfall, gorgeous, and the editor of Cosmo is there. Right. The girls are going to be doing some modeling for the digital copy of the March issue of Cosmo. Um, they get to choose their own swimwear to model in, and we're told that the winner gets to be on the digital cover of the issue. With Peter. With Peter. Wow. So, Hannah Ann, of course, thinks she's just going to, you know, bag yep. this one. She's Done. only got one modeling group date under her belt. Right. Yep, yep. Uh, the girls... Do you think that she thought that, or were you forced to believe that because Peter indicated that she would be an actual Well, in her ITM, she kind of was like, oh, like ITM. I've always dreamed about in the moment interview. Oh. oh. I learned something new. I learned something new. This is good. (laughs) Yes. Um, But she kind of, she was saying, she's like, oh, I got this. I've always dreamed about like, I don't know, this is made for me kind of thing. Also, her modeling career is a very like, you know, typical, like not, not, you know, billboards. She's a Spanx model. You can find her on Amazon. Um, Sonic. The huh. fast food restaurant. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and then it was one of those lines of like workout um, equipment from like Walmart, you know, like sure. the little dumbbells or like, yeah. yeah, someone spotted her on the thing of that. So I think kind of your typical like just hustling model. She and, yeah, I mean, she, she even admitted to it not being like a. Together. Sorry, what'd you say? I said she and Judge make a dog food commercial together. Oh, perfect. Love it. Um, she even kind of copped to that though when. When she talked to Peter later on, right? We'll, we'll get to that, okay. yes. Okay. Don't worry. I have notes about that one. Oh. Um, the really interesting you guys really, thing You guys really this... hate her. Why do you guys hate her so much? Again, we'll get to I that. I don't hate her. Not her one-on-one yet. All right. Emily hates her. I'm curious. I don't. I'm with Jordan. I don't hate her. I just. I feel bad for her. I, she's not likable. There's nothing about her that's like. But compared to the other girls on the show, I feel like she's not unlikable but see our bar is really low uh, I, oh okay listen i'm with you on that but i, <laughs> like, I guess if she was on colton season compared to some of the girls we had how would you feel about her i'm trying to think colton who was on colton was season a long time ago. Yeah. yeah colton season was like when i first it was a whole college yeah. football season ago we Tasha, yeah. sydney katie demi cassie but like I wouldn't argue. Would you argue that Demi is a better no, person I'm just than saying, Hannah Ann? Because Demi think, was like 
bona fide evil half the time. I, I just think, like, the other thing on Colton season is even though there was obviously some drama and some girls who didn't get along, there were more girls who actually, like, got along and were friendly with each other. That, that's true. Versus this season, it just seems like it's a dog-eat-dog world, and there's, like, always girls just at each other and fighting <laughs> mm-hmm. that for someone like Hannah Ann who's been relatively staying out of it it makes her look better than what I actually think she is I think she's just really young and I don't think there's a lot yeah. to her yep. and I don't mean that like she has to have a soft yeah. story I just don't think she's had enough life experience to actually be like an interesting person I am okay with that take do you feel the same way about Madison yes I do okay all right yeah absolutely she's a four-time state champ she's plenty inter- interesting <laughs> She's had her back She's against the wall. She was running computer blue, running the point, clearing right. it out, trying to take fadeaways. Oh. All right. Um, group date. Back to the group date. Sorry. Well, I, I will say these women, shout out for having no preparation that you're going to have to do like a swimsuit modeling gig. They all stepped up to the plate. Someone did make a comment like, oh, if I had known, I would have not had as much to eat and drink It was Victoria F. Always uh, self-deprecating funny. Victoria F. Yeah. But anyway. it's not like it's not even self-deprecating when she does it. It's like it's it's different. There's Yeah. It's intentional. It's, it's a yeah, it's fishing for like, oh no, you looked fine. Yep. It's not no, yeah. like clearly the most yep. you mean what? You mean clearly the most attractive girl on the show is like always fishing Especially like Especially when like she not does attractive. that thing with Peter yeah, Well, she... I don't rank girls in terms of attractiveness well, slogans. So. I do when it's the bachelor and I'm drafting teams. So <laughs> Alright, we'll get back to Victoria F. Remember, she has one on one. We can talk more about her in depth. Um, Logan and I were really struck by the bathing suits. There was a lot of like weirdly strappy ones, things like going across parts of your body that just wasn't flattering. They were also a lot of like the high-waisted. What was more unfortunate, because we were like, what is wrong with these bathing suits? They're just making these girls look like they're these saggy diaper butts. They were kind of blocky. (laughs) Well, well, we came to find out. So they were high-waisted, but I think most of them were thongs. And instead of doing the black box, if you actually go back and rewatch or if you look on like social media, ABC had like basically digitally um, oh, really? painted them in. They CGI'd oh. bottoms? Yes. Oh my yes. God. So I'll have to, I'll like show you a clip later, but you can totally tell because you can see like the edges of it. <laughs> well, I think especially that one Madison was wearing looked oh, it was horrific. Terrible. Yeah. I was like, what is that? It looked like, terrible. it looked like a diapy. Yeah. She was wearing just a big old diapy. Yeah. Big diapy. Cheetah, cheetah print diapy. Yeah. So not a good look. Like I would have rather have had the black box back. So at least we could be like, ooh, racy. Okay. Scandalous. Booty cheeks out. Show me he's got the yeeks out. I will say though. Costa yeeksa. (laughs) Costa yeeksa. (laughs) I will say last week I had my PSA about girls needing to also be mindful of their eyebrow color when they change their hair color. Like McKenna. Like McKenna. This week's PSA, you know, I just don't think the high-waisted bathing suit bottom is a good look. I am Definitely not for, a good look for everybody yes. in general. Not a good I look. I just, like, think if you're going to go with the, like, that – number one, you're covering up your belly button in a weird kind of way. But also, again, mm-hmm. depending on what the back looks like, it just kind of makes you look like you've got, like, saggy mom butt. And, S&D. like, I think – if you're gonna, if you want more of that, I guess kind of look, I would rather see you in a like really like sexy one piece with like a high leg cut. Yeah. 
which is something something Highland Retreat appropriate. Okay, let's yeah. keep it to a one oh, piece. Okay. <laughs> Three fingers, three fingers. Like if you're gonna cover up the belly, like you're covering up. Nothing most gets of me it going anyway. like a little collarbone. You know Just, what I'm saying? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Listen, Emily, as a male appreciator of these things, with you, totally with you. Yeah. I don't think the high waisted thing is is really. It's kind of. It's not my might favorite. Ca- no. Might catch some heat here. It's sort of like how I feel about bangs. Yeah. It's not that it doesn't look good on certain people. But I feel like, in general, the odds are against you. <laughs> yes. Bangs so, and, and the yes. big, like, wedges that that are often paired with sundresses. Ah, uh, yeah. See, I feel the same way. I don't really like those. I've heard that from a lot of Those guys. big, like, ropey. That's like, they're, like, ropey on the side. Yeah. Oh, espadrille? The odds are against you. Yeah, is that an Some espadrille? Some girls can pull them off, but yeah. most are going to be fighting an uphill battle. Are we talking about an espadrille with the with the ropey like sides? I would sides? have to Google espadrille, but uh, we can well, do that in the post show okay. notes. Have a, have, a, have a gigs. Um. Anyway, Victoria F wins the challenge, and she gets to have a cover shoot with Peter. Um. Basically, she was rocking it. She was. She was rocking that girl it. Look, she's. She looks hot. good. She is the most attractive. The odds one were not on against her. <laughs> no, she yes. got huge eyes. She looks yeah. good. Um, Cosmo has since released the digital photos from that shoot. She they did not include her Photoshop picture. They published a basically art of a statement mm. uh, about why they didn't. Statement which, season. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the the editor who was there said it's been reported that when Victoria F modeled for what was actually a Marlin Lives Matter organization focused on preventing white and blue Marlin from being overfished, which used white Lives Matter and blue Lives Matter messaging on its promotional shirts and hats. (laughs) In my view, the nature of the organization is neither here nor there. Both phrases and the belief systems they represent are rooted in racism and therefore problematic. Is the reason good for cosmopolitan, right? A, A statement I never thought I'd say. In shout, yeah. place, but shout out a real yes. uh a real layup for them but a hey, good move good move nonetheless so yes. um okay so what happened next i mean was um, that it basically then we go back to the house for the cocktail party we have some more peter just loving everybody saying he loves every second he spends uh, yeah. with victoria f he calls Hannah Ann just the cutest thing ever. Tammy blah, continues blah, blah, blah. her bizarre crusade against Kelsey. Yep, this is where she comes to him and says, I'm really concerned about Kelsey. I think she's emotionally unstable. She had a breakdown yesterday while you were on your date with Sydney, and she has an excessive drinking problem. So, of course, what does Peter do but yeah. go to Kelsey and say, um, I've heard that you had a mental Classic breakdown. Colton move, too. Oh, just Lord. Like, <laughs> Uh, somebody that I just talked to said a thing to me. How would you respond? It's the worst. You have the floor. Yeah. Awful. Like there has to be a better way that you can deal with this, bro. And what's what's like use some freaking intuition or like, yeah. What's the worst about Peter is again, the people pleasing pleasing Mm -hmm. thing. He chooses to trust and believe everybody. And you're like, no, if you're going to do this, like pull each of them aside thing, pick one that you trust the most. And like go from there. 
Right. Like, come on. Yeah. Otherwise, or, what's the or point? like, don't make announcements on who you're trusting and just let us like revel in your bad choices or good choices. <laughs> but like, when you when you when you put your name on it like that, and then continue say it with to your chest, Peter, be a wild boy. I also think there's a better way Peter could have gone about this by like going to Kelsey and just saying like, "Hey, like, I heard you had a really rough day yesterday, and I just wanted to check in on you." Exactly. Like, that's all yes. you needed to say. Like, remember when he took her, uh, uh, old old what's old girl. Uh, Victoria P. The bottle of water that time. Yeah, I was like, that was a good move. He seemed like yeah. a sweet, nice guy. She said that was the best she'd ever been treated in her life, too. So, men, we've got to do better. So much better. All right. Um, Not you two. You, you guys do pretty well. Oh, for sure. <laughs> pretty well. Um. Anyway, how did you guys feel about Tammy not owning up to the fact that she went to Peter? I mean, this was pretty much where like she completely jumped the shark for me and like just turned into like a, a psycho about everything. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just, like I said, her crusades, her two sort of crusades that she went on both seemed bizarre to me. Yes. Like this, this, in both episodes, she did the same thing and it was annoying, frankly. And the fact that she wasn't wasn't even like enjoyable drama. Sorry, Jordan, go ahead. No, you're good. The fact that she wasn't willing to own up to it, like that kind of dissolves all notion of, well, I'm just really concerned about Kelsey. Like if, if you are, then own it and be like, yeah, like I tried to talk to you about it. I'm telling Peter about it now because that's how concerned. Even if that's not the truth, it it keeps up the ruse way better if you're consistent rather than you just try to backpedal because you think you might be losing ground. This mm-hmm. makes it much more obvious that you were just picking a weak target to take out some frustration on. I agree. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to add. It just, yeah, it was... Yeah. It was disappointing because she seemed like kind of a fun character that you could get behind, but we never really learned anything about her. Yeah, and she and just like, like she could probably still be a fun hang away sure. from that setting, but I don't think, like he said, Emily, I don't think that setting suits her. Right. Yep. So anyway, moving on. Who got the group date rose on that one? Did I say? Was it um, Victoria? I mean, she won it. She won the event. Yes, she won it, but she didn't get the group date rose. Huh. Well. Somebody got it. Someone got it. We don't know who, but that's okay. Congratulations. Um, So then we've got Kelly has a one-on-one. The one-on-ones are coming hot and heavy now. Just so funny because she like totally didn't seem into it. She was like unsure about how it would go because she like quoted like I don't really have a like sob story or anything really tragic to share. Basically like alluding to that's clearly like what Peter's into and I don't have anything to say. My life's pretty normal. Um, like she seems like she is so ahead of the BS. Yes. That- in my mind, she's she's boring and like there's not much there's like there's nothing really to like go on there. Like yeah. she seems like she's just like uh, I understand how this is supposed to work. I think that's stupid. So I also think that I am a more complete person than the rest of the people here, which probably is true. And <laughs> because of that, I pretty much am a completely unlikable character because there's like nothing going on. I don't know. I don't think she's completely unlikable. That's yeah. harsh, but I don't think I think she's boring, frankly. She seems very in vanilla. In the context of yeah. this show. Yeah. In the context of the show. Already. That's well said. Yeah. Um, this this date is where I really started to sour on Peter. Um, <laughs> yes. Because, go for it, Jordan. Yeah. I'm getting so more wine. This is, yeah. Go 
Go ahead, girl. Get get hydrated. Um, Can you uh? As you're saying, this is when you really were out on Peter. Yeah, this is when my kind of uh, opinion started to degrade a little bit, just because I we saw, or I at least saw some stuff in, especially the dinner portion of this, that was troubling. Um, <laughs> the whole like. He, he just kind of really took this stance of I, I'm not feeling it back from you. Like I'm interested in you, but I'm not feeling it back from you. And if basically did the, like, if you're, if you want to stay around, you've got to prove it to me thing. Yeah. Like, and it was so yes. icky. Like mm-hmm. this, I mean, and tell me you're hundred percent in, tell me yeah, right now. Like that whole, was weird. Yeah. On paper, the idea of, I want affirmation back. It should be a two way street. That's fine. But when you approach it of like, I've got the rose and I'm going to hold it out like the carrot in front of the horse type deal to get, to get what I want. Um, that was, yeah, that was really not fun to watch. Um, cause it's like he, I think in certain relationships he enjoys being, like we said, he enjoys being the bachelor and driving the boat and having yes. the leverage. Um, and I think like he, I think he's also terrified of ending up the way he ended up Hannah B season of like, I, I went for this person, but I didn't get it back. And so he's, he's going overboard in trying to figure out, okay, who, who really does feel that back for me. Um, so again, I understand you not wanting to experience that again, but there's a way to go about it. That's much, uh, much more respectful and kind of easier to, uh, to navigate for both parties. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. It, it was just, it was like a weird vibe. This, this was one of a couple dates that took like kind of weird, strange turns, like in the middle of the date. Um, but yeah, I'm with you, Jordan. I just there's not really much else to say, but it really seems like he's trying to force force conflict to make himself feel like he's like building depth in these relationships. And um, well, I shouldn't say conflict, but yeah, like that whole again force like- uncomfort or issues or something where there might not be any, and and, and that's okay at the point that he's at. But I it's mean, a bit of that's a. What the um... A codependent relationship in that like I need you to not be okay so I can feel needed but I also need you to pursue me for me to feel wanted wow right. wow right quote Jeez. go ahead and quote that and put that on the Instagram story That's right. <laughs> um I also yeah I also really felt I honestly felt so bad for Kelly because also yeah. what is she supposed to say like you are on a show with how many other women? There's been all this drama, right? Like of which she hasn't really been taking been part, much of. Of a part of. Yeah. And again, in, in prior seasons, you would have seen kind of more of like for the girls not taking part in it and kind of keeping out of it. It was almost like they were rewarded more for that. Mm-hmm. So, which anyway, kind well, of goes to well, our Peter dinner. pretty much was rewarded for on his season for not taking part exactly. In that. So yeah. it's like examine yourself, Pete. I honestly, if I had been, well, I guess 
let's just skip to dinner. That's what we're all alluding to anyway. Yeah, they, like, went to a, they went to a shaman. It was kind of weird. Didn't really seem like weird. it was that exciting. It was, again, playing into the Enneagram 9 type, like a little, like reading too much into the spiritual side of things. Like, oh, my candle like melted faster than yours. That's so. in front of you. Yeah. God. <laughs> but like Peter, Peter had said prior to the date that he felt like he had been holding on to the idea of fate in the relationship and he felt like it had plateaued. Um, and so when he confronts Kelly at dinner and starts pressing her on it, basically saying, well, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think that it's plateaued? And Kelly brings up some very valid points. Because mm-hmm. um, one, he was like, I just feel like you've not, again, I think what you were saying, uh, Jordan, about you've not given in the relationship as much as I have. And she's like, well, when, what if I had opportunity to spend time with you because of all this drama? And she actually tells him, like, you, like, reward the drama. And that makes me question you. And I was like, oh, go ahead, girl. Yes. Yes, Kelly, I'm here for it. And he gets, like, super defensive and he's shaking his head no. Like, that's not what it is. Like, you had opportunities okay when and then she starts questioning like telling him i've questioned if you're actually ready for a wife because you seem to be in a different stage than i am in terms of maturity and when he like pushes her out on that she brings up well you seem really into like someone more like hannah ann who's 23 like i'm in a different stage of life than her so if that's more what you're looking for then i can only assume that i'm probably not what you're wanting Mm -hmm. again valid point she wasn't even saying anything bad about hannah ann just pointing out the differences in maturity and peter got so defensive about it as if she's talking about hannah ann and it's like dude you've literally had people coming to you for weeks just talking nonsense about other women that doesn't even make sense and you have a woman here making an observation, not even observation. not even a character call, just making an observation. And right. honestly answering your question about right. why she's been a little more distant from you. And all you can do is like basically mm. accuse her and tell her tell her she's wrong. So this is I'm with you, Jordan. Like after this conversation, I was like, I think I'm out on Peter. Like this man is kind of I'm sorry, kind of icky. If I was Kelly, I would have left. Like, yeah. I would have like, I would have not had an issue at all if she had been like, you know what, I'm I'm done. This isn't for me. Good luck. But yeah, I think like you said, those reactions he had to her explanations or her observations kind of reinforce that idea of him really enjoying being in the driver's seat or the pilot seat, if you will. Oh yeah. Uh, him will. him being the one with all the power and all the leverage, um, which I mean, isn't uncommon. We saw that with Hannah B as well. Uh, but when he gets called out on it, he he's not ready to handle the the realness of it, and that's that's kind of disappointing because like we went into it thinking like, oh, he's twenty eight, he's a pilot, maybe he's more mature than than he, some other folks <laughs> in in the historical seasons of this show. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we've all got our warts. Yeah, yeah, it was disappointing, and just definitely like he's been saying, "I want a strong woman who challenges me," but clearly that's not what you want. You want he just wants to say that because that's a good popular like thing, thing to, to say. say. Yeah. yeah, 
And if he wanted a really strong woman, he would have chosen McKenna. She's the strongest woman. Oh, God. We haven't... <laughs> anyway. Um, so, anyhow, he does give her the rose, though, right? Yeah, yeah. following a really weird cultish speech. Yeah. It's like a real, like, Bogwan moment for me. You, like, you will love You me. will love this process. You have to believe in the process and how it works, and you have to commit to it 100%. Can you promise me that? And then gives her the rose. Like, also, yeah, this was another odd bone I had to pick with Peter was all all of these times he's hammering home how much everyone has to commit to it because it works. Trust me, it works. It definitely works. Like, what is he basing this off of? Because mm. it didn't work for anybody last season, except for maybe Tyler Cameron and Mike, who have like distanced themselves yeah. for, for good reason from this oh, franchise. Right. But like... <laughs> I wouldn't say it worked for him. Definitely didn't work for your girl, Hannah, because she ended up on this, on your season of the show, crying her mascara all over the place on her damn birthday and confusing the hell out of you. Like, I think he's saying that because he's trying to convince himself more than anybody that like, yes, this is, I should still be here. I, it is going to work. Trust me. If I just say it loud enough, it will work. Um, and that's also really uncomfortable to watch. And feet, mm-hmm. I think reinforces the stance that we all took that this guy probably isn't ready uh, just quite yet to do this when yep. we started the season. But he is not built different. I agree with you more. I mean, even on Colton season, he had to break the process mm-hmm. to be with the person he, he loved. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Back to the Kelsey and Tammy drama just Ugh. continues. I honestly, it's like, how much are we going to drag this out? But Kelsey goes this to Tammy. Maybe, they, maybe they could have cut some of this. That might have been some of the filler. Yeah. I just, I, I also, <laughs> let me just say real quick before we get back to this. Like, this to me is not really drama. This is just like squawky. Mean girl. Like mean girl catty, like mm-hmm. BS. Like this, like. I don't know. It just seems like when it's between the two of them, like, honestly, I, I don't really care. And I just think that it's like unnecessary to show like two girls yelling at each other when like Peter's not around. I think that's a good like call. It's not necessarily like dramatic. Like you said, like, yeah. oh, this thing happened. It's like these are just this has been a season of catty girls fighting and squawking at each other like you said and most of the time i don't even understand what we're arguing with each other about like the whole like alaya victoria p thing i was like i don't even know what both of them were clearly telling like different versions of the same story and it was weird but and then yeah but just it's like i don't even want to like drama at least you feel a certain way about watching it yeah you get somewhere you either feel awkward watching it or you want to keep watching it like, like this like i'm just F like Chase over it i'm Rice. like this is just annoying at this point like i don't feel affected by right. tammy carrying on other than like i just continually like feel worse for tammy because i'm like what are you doing like really? like you could consider the chase rice thing like that was dramatic oh, oh yeah. yes yes give that was more of that right right yes, yes. that but, we're here for but yeah and this like, like inter-house squabbling i just need to know okay like who has beef a, give me a brief snippet of why that is, but don't show me the continuation of it where they just rehash the same points over and over again. And they don't and like get start, And one of them starts crying and the other one just looks like a total like psycho. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. I'm out on that. 
Okay, go on, Emily. Where I mean, were we? Basically, Kelsey actually confronts Tammy, and I'll say again, it's very strange how good Kelsey comes out looking in this. Yeah, but like she goes to Tammy, she's like, "I can tell, like, there's tension between us. I just want to squash it now." Tammy has no intention of doing that. No. Um, <laughs> she bags on Kelsey more for being emotional, saying she's concerned about her well-being and excessive drinking. Um, every time Kelsey tries to kind of like jump in, Tammy just over talks her and says things like, well, I'm trying to have a conversation with you right now. And you're crying. Like, so you're proving my point. So of course, like Kelsey's going to start crying more because she's getting shut down. She can't even get a word in. But then also Kelsey doesn't look super great because it's almost like she shames the other women for not being as emotional as her. So it's really not a good look for either of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it ends with Tammy just like, like chirping back, walking away, gossiping to the other women. So Kelsey sneaks off and goes to see Peter, um, and at his villa or whatever, which is a, a tried and true move at this point. Oh, absolutely. But also, especially with Peter and his like oh, wishy washiness, like the most recent he person I have pursued. talked to one on one. Exactly, is, is the ultimate bearer of truth and love in my life. Therefore, you know, Kelsey, just it was so brave. I got a lot of the clarity that I needed uh, by talking to her. Anyhow, go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, she like goes to him and just like says, this is what's going on. If you hear anything about it, I want you to hear my side of it first. She says she's been really feeling. I'm glad she didn't use the word bullied. Yes. But yes, she did share she's agree. been bullied before, so I was glad she didn't, like, go there. But she did say, she's like, you know, Tammy's just been um, coming, at me. coming at me and talking Come about me, how I have a drinking problem. And now she's saying I'm popping pills. It's weird. Um, anyway, and she's like, I just want to let you know that, like, and she even, again, once again, I'm actually impressed with how Kelsey handles something. Yeah. And she says... Yes. Have there been nights where maybe I had a little too much to drink? Yes. I wouldn't say I've been intoxicated or drunk, but I have been tipsy. Um, And I have been really emotional and having a hard time with this. I just had a one-on-one with you. I'm falling in love with you. It's hard to see you with other women. And I'm like, Kelsey, as emotional as you appear, and sometimes I'm concerned about your well-being as well, (laughs) you actually have sensible conversations. I didn't ever feel like she was actually throwing Tammy under the bus. And she was acknowledging that kind of, you know, we say it all the time. There's always some, it's in the middle, right, of what the two people are saying. And I actually think she owns the part where Tammy could be exaggerating, right, rather than just denying it all. So, Mm -hmm. well done, Kelsey. I think. Right, but then things got weird. It did get weird, but that was Peter's fault. Yeah, Peter yeah. made it weird and because Peter walks off and then comes God. back with a rose. And and then, like, Kelsey Kelsey's is... so uncomfortable. At this point, that. Kelsey is not equipped to handle, like, any sort of announcement to the group, period, let alone if it's something, like, that could be perceived as underhanded or shady or anything else. Yeah. So she she... Gets the rose and then has to walk down the path from Peter's villa to the girls that are all, of course, sitting on the bench waiting to receive her. And she's got the rose. So her intentions, I believe, were pure. I do. T- I think so. I, think I so applaud. As well. I applaud the direction she attempted to take. I'm just kidding. The execution 
well, was a, maybe was a D, like a D, D minus range execution. But so she, I think she, she tried to tell the girls this happened. I want to get out in front of it. I, I didn't necessarily ask for this to happen. I went to see Peter. I wanted to talk to him about some things and he gave me the rose. Like if she could have kept it together for like that whole announcement, it would have been great. But she just started taking on gas, taking on water so quickly in the yeah. middle of her announcement her mistake and- was she just she stopped walking if she would have yeah if she would right. have just started talking as she was walking from far away like hey look i know trust me this is what it looks like like here's what <laughs> happened but just keep your foot feet moving girl like right. don't don't because the minute you stop you oh you invite all of that awkward silence that the producers put in there and it was just oh, yeah. like, holy cow, man! This <laughs> yeah. is this is bad news for for my girl here. Right? Yeah. What did she say? Like, uh, so hope hopefully this will be. Yeah, I hope it's smooth here? sailing from here. <laughs> oh man! So foreshadowing. So anyhow, uh, but she did get the rose. Of course, there were some cantankerous ladies uh, that were upset about that. Also, made worse by the fact that Peter canceled the cocktail party. Immediately after the Kelsey visit. Also not Kelsey's fault, but Peter's fault (laughs) that Kelsey's going to get a little bit of blame for it. Yes. Peter is super dense. Such a doofus. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. Like, I I don't think Colton was, like, smart enough on the uptake to, like, make some of these decisions. But, like, he was at least letting the show, like, happen. Peter seems like he's, like, willfully not letting the show happen and making bad decisions. I'm going to be honest. I, I am like a hundred percent sure that The Bachelorette is a better show. Oh, I have not yeah. been impressed with any of The Bachelors for several seasons. I just haven't. Yeah. Like I'm over it. They're all doofuses. Or we had that one weird guy who was misogynistic and should have never been. Ari. No. One. Uh, what was? Uh, yeah. Oh crap. One Pablo. Yeah, dude. Something was wrong with that guy's brain but anyway Ari was just like born like again they're boring dudes like this would be such a different show if Tyler Cameron was the bachelor and he's attractive I am I am (laughs) not attracted to Colton or Peter at all at all well I mean they look similar to uh, each other so yeah Colton has some beefy boy vibes though why do we get these like we get to have super attractive like contestants for you guys to look at like hello did you not think okay but flip it around did you not think any of hannah b's uh guys were super attractive yes but the bachelorette was also attractive you know what i'm saying okay i mean i don't think that peter is not not... for everybody i don't think Uh, hannah b uh, is like everybody's cup of tea but she's i mean that's true but like but peter is just like he is conventionally handsome though yeah. Like, there's nothing not to like there, I don't think. He's got skinny boy legs, that's for sure. I mean, he's he's just basic. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I also don't... I mean, I think this goes... This is a bigger conversation we could have about, like, attractiveness standards in men and women. Yeah. But, this like, should be for our Enneagram I think, I, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really shouldn't be... Ta- I really shouldn't <laughs> be shaming people for the... I just think... I don't, you're not shaming people. You're he's just, handsome. You're it's just like his personality is not helping him at all. Yes. And yeah. his behavior yeah. are what's making him unattractive to no, me. Yeah. Similar Colton, and like physically attractive guy, well-built, sure. but just like personality-wise, it's like, eh, you're okay. Like... Tyler C. Looks like a model. 
acts like a movie star. Love, oh, love him. All the way. He also has the brains to stay away from being The Bachelor. So he's yes. the complete package. Exactly. <laughs> love it. All right. Anyway, sorry. I stray once it's again. Fine. So we have a rose ceremony. Yep. We skip the, 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 the cocktail party, go straight to the rose ceremony. McKenna is losing it. Right? Oh. I mean, she's been losing Lord. it for like multiple rose ceremonies. I think we had a little ITM one might say, of uh, Victoria so F. Proud. Kind of like, I guess, feeling herself a little bit. I think she already had a rose because maybe she won the uh, modeling contest. But she was like, these girls are that don't have a rose are losing it <laughs> right now, which is kind of funny. Um, the most and, personality she's shown in a long time. Yeah, well, I guess we'll, we'll talk about her more. I kind of like her in yeah. a weird way, but I don't really know. I know my feelings about her are nuanced and conflicted, but yeah, uh, it's true. I do like there's part that part of her that seems like she would be a really fun hang. Yeah, and then there's also part where I'm like, you might be like a really crafty, devious. Yeah, yeah, I feel really torn. All right, continuing on to the rose ceremony, uh, McKenna has a weird tongue thing that she does. Oh well, yeah. And While like, the girls are like, fighting, like just... cleaning her teeth off and like like wasping blah, 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 into the air, it was really weird. And um... Tammy lost her. <laughs> Basically, like so yeah. she she started like the girls started going at Kelsey, blaming her for like the cocktail party being canceled. Chiefly Tammy, of course, and like, what did you tell Peter about me? Right. And then like all the girls kind of start coming at Tammy, like. Bruh, you have zero room to talk. Like, you've been so nasty. Like, why do you keep targeting everybody? Like, stay in your lane. Spend your time talking to Peter about yourself instead of everyone else. And she, like, literally stands up and, like, loses her and just mm-hmm. starts going off on everybody. Not a good look for Tammy. Um, everyone's fighting at this point. I think multiple women got points for verbal altercation. Was so, this the one where, know. like, only Madison and Hannah Ann were, like, up a level on the yeah. house, and they are just kind of, like, looking over the balcony, like, wow, oh, what, what do we got going on down here? Oh, yes, boy. the only ones to avoid it. Um, everyone else just has a hand in it, uh, including Sydney gets into it at one point, like, Sydney seems aggressive. like she might be down to take her hoops out and, like, cut cut someone. Yeah. But she's down you know? to cut a I'm kind, sure. of, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of into it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like she's had to learn how to defend herself like against all these all racist these Alabama ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so Tammy takes it upon herself at the rose ceremony to ask Peter if she can talk to him. Of course Peter says yes. Yeah. Has, has Peter ever not agreed to talk to someone? If this this freaking guy, what a jellyfish. No yeah. backbone in this guy. No. <laughs> Um, and then McKenna decides she'll interrupt Peter's time with Tammy. Ugh. And then all the other women are just like, they're just having a mini cocktail party when the cocktail party was canceled. Oh, That's yeah. Le- Lexi was the one who's the most, like, Lexi just was offended. very insulted. Cool. Very insulted. Also, Lexi, still around. The, who knew? the integrity of the game. Yeah. Right. But she who, was aware that, who, who was aware that Lexi was still there? Not mm-hmm. I. Um, but she did get sent home. Yes. So did Cheyenne. Cheyenne, yes. Cheyenne. Yeah. I, I, I've been watching your name all season. It's okay. I was surprised Cheyenne didn't go home sooner, personally, but. Yeah. How weepy that one. She got <laughs> some crying points. She was a, she was a big time 
tell the camera how upset she was about how things were going um, person while not ever trying to help herself out. Yeah. That we saw. Yeah. Yeah. That we saw. Anyway, moving right along to Wednesday night. Whew. Okay. How are we doing, folks? One episode down. How are we doing? You know what? Just go ahead. Go get yourself a refill on whatever yeah. you're drinking. It's if a podcast. You're commuting, you can pause. We got if you're commuting, maybe, you know, just like listen to one of your favorite songs for a sec. It's fine. Have a stretch. Um, have a stretch. That's right. Uh, moving on to Santiago, Chile. 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 Also, I just want to say smart move by ABC to keep Peter in Spanish-speaking countries so far, given oh, his yeah. Cuban background. We, he gets to seem way more interesting than he was <laughs> in Cleveland. I, I just think it's a good move rather than put him in like Eastern Europe. Kind of the way uh, they they did old Alabama Hannah. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, as someone who doesn't speak fluent Spanish, though, I don't even know if his Spanish is good. It's it's decent. Decent. It's, it's okay. pretty good. Good. Um, he knows the words. I mean, it's clear he doesn't like speak Spanish on the rig, but uh, like he he knows like all the words, which is yeah, most of the battle, frankly. True. Yeah. Anyway, we start off with a one on one with Hannah Ann. We have a pretty stereotypical date of touring the city. Um, but while on the date, Peter asks Hannah Ann about her past relationships. Um, she tells him she was in a three and a half year relationship, but she was never in love. So in Peter's ITM, he just starts really talking about. Obviously, this raises his hackles. Of course. Because he loves love, much mm-hmm. like Jed. He just like starts questioning her readiness to be married if she's never been in love um, which really brings us to our dinner where he really just kind of starts right off there. He, so I don't, did he actually, she touched on like having never been in love before while they were touring the city on, on the date or whatever, but like, she didn't actually talk about how long her, her relationship yeah, that was. was at yeah. Dinner, that got right? revealed yeah. at the dinner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what kind of, I wanted to bring up to discuss with you all is how do we feel about Peter kind of. I think putting more weight on the fact that she's never been in love before compared to her response when he asked her about her future goals, she really like didn't give an answer. No, no. And so she wants to catch sharks, not 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 uh. She wants not. to go deeper. She's obviously never been flats fishing because you can catch yes. some fish in slobs. shallow water. absolute slobs. She just seems to answer it with this like wishy washy quote that she seems to have been storing up for a week. She it was says, a pageant answer. Yes. She like goes. So many people saying. I I literally wrote down the quote because I was like, "This was serious." Emily and I were rolling our eyes. Like we almost (laughs) passed out. We were rolling our eyes so hard as she was delivering this speech. But Peter was eating it up. Eating it up. So she says, "Quote: So many people stay in the shallow waters of life, and you'll only catch minnows in the shallow waters. And for me, I'm like, let's go deep. Let's stop. Not stay on a superficial basis. What?" How yeah. is that an answer to the question like, about so you, your future so goals? You, so you model, right? What are your future goals? Like she kind of was like, yeah, modeling is like kind of just like a thing that I'm doing right now. Like Take I know I can't be, myself. I know it can't be forever. And then you know, also, I just want to go deep, you know, and catch you know, only like, not catch minnows, catch freaking freaking big mouth billy bass and such, like in the deep end. Like, what are we talking about? What? Anyhow, it was weird. Peter like got really weird though. Yeah, and had to step away. So, which... and this was this was my other big beef with Peter was at this <laughs> dinner. Uh, 
he just got like super sad boy sulky about oh she's not like she's not being real with me and i don't know if i can like if i can do that with somebody who's not going to show me like more emotions than just a perfect face and i i was ready to put a foot through my tv like dude again on paper wanting wanting a partner who is emotionally available and like not just you know fake puts out a pretty face all the time that is a worthwhile endeavor that's an admirable pursuit on paper but understand your surroundings here like you said logan this is a farce of a reality show you drop (laughs) in for a couple hours a week to get to know these girls and make out with them and then you're sequestered in your villa again um and this is a 23 year old model like who's not like her job is to put on a certain front and make right. make herself appear a certain way as you know that performs the best for that setting and so that's what she's doing now so why are you so upset that she's not the most emotionally available person in this house or she's not mature the way you want her to be it it oh man it it really again soured me on kind of the the scouting report we had on him going in Mm -hmm. well just yeah yeah it's just questionable like he didn't even seem to be that like emotionally messed up and then all of a sudden he just like had to step away and there's like so many times where he's just out pondering like in front of his villa next to his villa out front of the mansion on a balcony it's like i mean is this guy so dense and boring that we have to like have it was like colton with the shower scenes like we had colton in the shower like (laughs) four times an episode there's like 10 minutes of shower footage every episode because there was like nothing there like is 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 peter just like such a weird weirdo sad boy that like we just have to watch him like thinking a lot so i mean shout out to hannah for actually going out hannah and going out and like talking to him um it, it seemed like she did that mostly of her own accord, but but even that just seemed to me that seemed more fake than her being happy and having mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah, she just like goes to him crying for no reason. Like yeah. I'm still like, why was she crying? And she tells him, "I just broke down in there when you left," and he's immediately like, "Oh, this is a side of you I just wanted to see." Like yeah, exactly, yeah, it was so what? It was weird. Like what? And I, I kind of also hate that thing about like I just don't want to see you like feeling like you have to be happy all the time. Uh, bro, you're in Santiago, Chile, on a great date. Like she should have the right to be happy. Like right. And again, like you were saying, Jordan, there's there's also a difference between being fake and just being a happy person who has a good life that doesn't necessarily like have trauma you're bringing to the table that you need to divulge to someone. Yeah. Kind of like Kelly's setup is. Yes. Yeah. So I just felt like it was unfair and it's almost setting up someone like (coughs) Hannah Ann to then be more fake to try to stay in it. Right. Personally. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I think this like whole popular like Hannah B was doing it last season too, in which she would just be like, I just want y'all to be real. I want I want the raw and the real, and it's like that is a great thing to strive for. But if the raw and the real is not like you said, Emily, isn't packed with traumatic experiences, or the raw and the real is a person who like 
has a great outlook on life and maybe kind of has their stuff together. Like, does that mean you're not going to like them because right. they don't like have well, in the raw in the real doesn't happen in the span of this show. Exactly. Like it doesn't yeah. happen when you're traveling on ABC's dime and you're not doing real life. Like well, right. the, yeah. the raw yeah. and the real is like, how was your day at work? Who pissed you off at, you know, at the grocery store? Like what, what simple trivial things happened to you that happened to all human beings? It's not like, right. oh, we are getting gussied up to eat dinner in a lighthouse tonight. And, and I need let's to talk be about real yeah. with each other for three hours. And then I'll and see you next week. I have to make some announcements to him about how I was bullied <laughs> in high school, which evidently was only four years ago in my case, because I am a child. Like, it like reminds me of when you're like preparing for college when you're having to write like those admission uh, like papers and you're oh like, man. all right, what what things have happened in my life that I could really I am the one hundred percent ideal candidate to go to this school. Because. Let me talk let me talk about all the advantages I had growing up and how it has prepared me for this day to talk to falsify some sort of uh, thing I Tragedy. had to overcome. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's and what so, it reminds me of. And so this, like, and this gets back to, we kind of touched on it earlier about how do we feel about Hannah Ann as a whole. Like, it's not that I dislike her or I I've have, you know, antagonistic feelings against her. It's just like, I kind of feel bad for her because she's, again, I think she's very green life-wise and emotional maturity-wise. And um, I think, she probably does want, you know, to to explore this thing with Peter, but she's working with a limited tool set right now. <coughs> and so it's not it's not coming off very uh very well, very easily received. Yeah. And I I try to be careful. I'm like, okay, well, in retrospect, like I was 23 you know, Absolutely. when we got engaged, but it's like we were also both 23, like 24 when we got married, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but we were both in that same stage of life, obviously figuring things out. When I look back on that, I'm like, whoa, we were really young. That was like <laughs> a huge, you know, step of faith, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. But it, I think it's just made more obvious when you're in this setting and The Bachelor's 28. Like, that just seems that's not like a crazy huge age gap, but I think just maturity wise, it definitely is. You have someone who's just coming out of college, just really starting their career, figuring things out. Someone who loves their career as a pilot, wants to settle down, wants to get married. Like, I just think they're in two very different phases and it's just, it stands out more. And then you've got people on the show like Natasha and Kelly who are more in his stage of life that just, to me are like, oh, these are obviously better fits for him because they have a little bit more life under their belts. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and oh. Hannah Ann, she's the one who still, is she the one who lives with her parents still? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, I think not, not to like too, shame living with your parents, sure. but again, different stages of life here. Exactly. Buddy. Exactly. Exactly. You said you think Peter does too? think so nice well i mean or he's a pilot think, so but like i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure of that because i think he's based out of the atlanta airport so i don't know if he does kind of like a oh. when he's home in california he obviously like i don't know i don't know the situation there but i'll do some research hmm. 
Um, anyway, we go on our next group date consisting of Sydney, Natasha, Kelsey, Victoria, P, Kelly, Madison, and McKenna. Um, what a humdinger this one was. Yeah, it was stupid. Anyway, yeah, I didn't like the telenovela. I hated it. It it wasn't my least favorite. I think I disliked the football one more. I think you're right. I also think that this was made it was made better by like McKenna's ongoing like narration of the events too, as she just like wore every single moment of it on her sleeve. But Oh yeah. I was ready to go home, but this script was a sign that I'm supposed to stay here. And I really oh. feel like I I was able to Bless your Peter. heart, honey. She also did that thing, but when she was like convinced that the cocktail party that got canceled was gonna be like a really big night for them, and like she was really gonna like tell him some things, but she never actually got around to telling anyone else the things. Well, and... yeah, she talked to him when she stole him, but then they didn't even bother airing it, so it couldn't have been that significant. Yeah, I think she's just. I think she probably just needed to get get on up out of here, but. Um... Yeah, so they film a telenovela. Basically, everybody got to take turns kissing Peter randomly during the telenovela, um, including his grandmother or something. Kelly. Kelly, Kelly. Kelly had some witty cracks. Yeah. Yeah, she did a good job. But uh, yeah, I mean that was that was fine. I guess Victoria P. Also still around. Um, well, you're well. If we jump ahead to the cocktail oh, party. Because basically the telenovela, it is what it is. But when we get yeah. to the cocktail party, Victoria P. Um, kind of admits that she's fallen a few steps back and needs to re-earn Peter's trust. So she asks to of the whole pull him first. Alea thing. Yeah, so she asks to pull him first. Um, some real awkward, like, physical, <laughs> like, connection. She asks to sit in his lap, but she's wearing this, like, itty-bitty, like, mini dress so she's like trying to get on his lap while also like pulling her dress down it becomes super awkward she also keeps like kissing his hand and like nibbling on his thumb and it doesn't appear that he likes it he kind of keeps trying to pull his hand away so just like overall pretty awkward yeah. i think I, it, it was a little bit because he knew you know yeah. the news was he was going to deliver That's yeah what was true. coming so she basically jumps into that whole thing of like i just want to get back to where we were like and get past all of this and uh he just starts in on his pretty typical i'm gonna dump you uh phrases that he loves to use saying his (coughs) greatest concern with her is that she's more secure in the relationship than he is that which is a wild thing to he say he feels like they started like, off I mean, really strong but that they like plateaued um and then she's like just what are you trying to say peter just tell me like i'm confused. she does a really good job of using his name and like forcing the issue with him which yes. is good she did it last time too and she was like peter i, I cannot deal with this right now peter yeah, she's done that me. multiple episodes yeah it's and, great oh, fantastic it's awesome. um so he just says i just don't see you as my wife and uh wow then it starts becoming a wait who's breaking up with who kind of situation (laughs) he she just like (laughs) she's like okay peter what are you saying like she's doing like that like smile through it like thing but she is mad and then he's like doing the whole people pleasing thing again of like i don't want to do anything to hurt you 
what you feel I felt on our date. Uh, it hurts me so much telling you that right this right now. And I'm like, oh my God. But then she starts like, don't be concerned about my feelings. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm concerned for you. And then she tells him like something like, um, we are never going to have a conversation. Yeah, this is again. the last conversation we're having together. <laughs> we're ever going to have like, like she's the one ending it. Yeah. And then and he was like, yeah, yeah, probably yeah, is. Yeah, uh... probably. And then she goes, this is not love. <laughs> well, that's what he just told you. Yeah. After you said you're falling in she's love with processing, him. She's processing. Like, she's she's going through it. Because she went into yep. that thinking, like, I'm going to be really vulnerable and, like, make up some ground. And this is going to be big and important yeah. and impactful. I've got my little sexy mini dress on and the glasses working. And sit on his lap. And, and yeah. then He's it went from it. it got flipped around on her very quickly and so she was like, she was just processing it the best way she knew how. And like, I have no problem with the way she reacted. Um, and I kind of like, I kind of thought it was a decent ish move by Peter relative to the film time he'd have up yeah. to this point this week of like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see it. And we should probably part ways like mm-hmm. that. That yeah. was a step in a wiser direction. It could have stuck to the script a little better, but I think you're right. Like, yeah. I think ultimately that was uh, that was good. I just didn't like how he kept pressing again the people pleasing thing. Like, I just like care about you so much. Like, yeah, I but he was like mad you. that she was upset. It's like, yeah, dude, you can't. It's okay like, for her to be upset. She should be upset. You break it's it up with her. That happens. If a woman tells you, "I don't need you to walk me out," don't walk her out. Like. <laughs> It is perfectly okay. Give her some space. And, like, and then force he, her to hug you like, only, weirdly. Yeah, not only does he insist on walking her out, then on the way out he keeps doing this, Victoria, 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 and like grabs yeah. her arm. It was oh, just bad. The, the, other, the other really good move was he did the like, uh, for her, the good move for her was he did the like, oh, you're going to make somebody so happy one day. And she's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is yeah. the yeah, worst and granted, I probably used this breakup line. Actually, no, I used this breakup line in high school, mind you, which is yeah. I mean, we listen. all were growing and maturing back then. But sure. really, like you were twenty eight and going to use this line with someone, like that's just going to be no. Don't say that to me. I know I'm. I know I can make someone happy. Don't be trying to make yourself feel better. Right. I don't got time for that. Yeah, and also like Ugh. that's such a it's such a throwaway line too. It like is. it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's so just patronizing. You, it's just you trying yes. to say something nice so you feel like you're basically ending in the upper hand. Like, oh, we ended things on good terms because I gave her a great compliment. I like, said a nice last word. Yeah, exactly. So we're fine. You're just so. trying to make yourself feel better. Not the first time he used that this episode. Also. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's a minus thirty points for Team Logan. Um, we have a semi-refreshing. You know, when, you, when you have like a, a really well-stocked high-scoring team, eventually people are going to get sent home. That's how it yeah. goes. Anyway, we have a slightly refreshing pick-me-up moment with Madison. Again, kind of like a Hannah Ann situation. I don't know. Like she's she's sweet and likable. She's just very young. So same thoughts on Madison. Um, we also don't know a whole lot about her other than that right. she's like super nice and is like avoiding staying out of the drama. And those are great things. Those are right. those are good qualities. But um, her time's a little bit overshadowed by McKenna and Tammy fighting inside. Which Tammy has identified her next victim <laughs> yes. that oh she was just going to pick. She off. found the next smallest fish in the pond that she's. Yep. Um. Madison gets the group date rose. Did Peter write? 
like so basically when he pulled Madison, he was like, "Oh, I wrote another scene for us." Yeah. That was weird. It was weird. Like another yeah, He's talk. digging her. He really is. He likes doing like I think ever since they started they like giving each other little gifts and stuff like at all their little He's, he's side definitely hangouts. Into her. So like sure. that's cute, but also like come on. A lot. Yeah. Um, Come on, bro. Grow up. Anyway, much to everyone's surprise, Victoria F. gets a second one-on-one date. Yeesh. Uh, Because they didn't get a fair chance the first time. Right. Uh, They go horseback riding. Because they got chased away. And now. Whoa, he's been waiting all night to use that line. I actually came up with it just on the spot. Thank you. So. I'm impressed. Yeah. Well done, Jordan. Shout out to Lagunitas. This is why you need to Shout out to Lagunitas. <laughs> Almost um, as good as uh, the, what Katrina moves her body like a cycle. Uh, <laughs> 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 where he goes there and tells everybody, like, I had a really good line on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, go back and listen to our draft episode. I, oh, I crushed it at 3230. He'll just, like, tell them what it was. It's like, Logan, at least move the people want Yeah, it. you can't give the bit away, dude. Frustrating. I have so much to teach you. Anyway, <laughs> this is fun. I'm sorry. I'll just, continue, make... I'll just continue to make banger jokes. You just continue to publicize well, you gotta them. just make the people thirsty that they want to come. You know, right. like absurd. you got to thirst trap them. Yeah, Logan. Right. Come on. All right. Anyway, let's keep it moving before we say something else weird. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of weird. Before we get canceled. Soon. This is this is nearing two hours. Um. Basically, Victoria tells Peter she was worried that he was asking for a second date because he had doubts. But then she admits to him that she has doubts. And In a classic double reverse psychology power move. But <laughs> and then just starts doing this whole like, well, I just don't know why I have doubts. I just do. Like, I don't know. It goes back to what we were saying earlier. She almost seems to like use the whole, I don't know. I'm just anxious. I don't know why I do the things I do thing to like get attention and she does this like really weird she's different with the girls than she is with peter she like talks to peter in this like she keeps her lips really close together thing and just like, <laughs> yeah talks like i just have some doubts and i don't yeah. know why always like looks at her lap yeah yeah she'll get like really quiet it's weird um but then at dinner that conversation oh well he tells her before dinner well if you have doubts i just really would like for you to kind of figure that out i'm really into you i want you to continue basically like i can see a future with you but if you have doubts i want you to tell me because i don't want to continue right. if you're not feeling it because i'm feeling know. i'm feeling frisky i'm sending all kinds of people home this week so Boy, the trigger I'll, finger I'll, is I'll itchy it again and I'm anyone do- can get it yeah <laughs> so we just continue with this at dinner she actually starts getting kind of like frustrated because again he's asking kind of patronizing questions and she's just like yeah i know i'm shutting down peter <laughs> like you don't have to point it out um but she walks away starts boohooing to her producer peter has another one of those ghosts stands out on the balcony just contemplating like i just don't know what else i can say to her like i'm just really into her and i need her to trust the process Trusting the, like, you need to stop saying trust the process. You're not Sam Hinkie. You're not Nick Saban. You need to stop saying that. There is no process here. This is a, a game show. Bro. Yeah, I would agree. The, but, like, it, 
go ahead. No, you go ahead. So I was just going to say the read I have on this is like, he seems to be into her the most out of any of the girls. But at, at a certain point, like even that's not enough to where he, he wants something back. And she seems to be very into like getting pursued and not, not really letting on too much. Um, so that like, I think it's a, it's a complete catastrophe waiting to happen. If, if that's what, uh, what he ends up going with. Um, but I think it's the, it's the one he wants to work out the most. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, if he looks at this one as this is the one I'm most into, but I also know I have to fight the hardest for it, mm-hmm. and it's going to end up costing him a Madison or somebody else who, like, he could definitely go after that and do well with, but he's not going to end up putting in the time because he, he runs himself ragged going after old old 757 shorty <laughs> i think that's a good i think that's a good uh prediction there jordan spot on um anyway for some on well for the reasons jordan just described he gives her a rose uh later on at the rose ceremony she does like apologize and says she felt like she was taking her frustrations with herself out on him um, saying she doesn't have herself figured out, but that she wants to give the process her all. Um, but yeah, it takes us right up to the rose ceremony. Peter asks Tammy and McKenna to come to the cocktail party early to settle the drama. Two on one. He tells them he can't have them both continue and proceeds to basically interview each of them privately to get their take of things. Which is a wild move, considering yeah. how it ends up. We also have a <laughs> very interesting speech that McKenna gives to Tammy. It definitely feels like she rehearsed this in the mirror a few times. <laughs> oh, for sure. With pounding freaking red wine. And yet we still have grammatical errors, as we have throughout the season. Well, yeah. Speaking of, there was earlier in the episode where Kelsey said Suppose- supposedly instead of supposedly, <laughs> yeah. so... I, I will say one thing. I have not been a McKenna fan really at all this season, but the one thing I do appreciate about appreciate about her, she's from Canada, and every time she got real worked up, you could hear it come out in her aboots. Like, I get so upset aboot, and it, oh, it, it cracks me up just hearing that because, like, when she's normal talking to somebody, you can't hear it, but then, like, when this the, the stress starts ratcheting it up, the, the accent starts to shine through. It's awesome. I've like started, I like kind of perused her Instagram a bit. And I have to say, I think I like her family more than I like her. Like I kind of wanted her to have a hometown date just because it was like, I think I'm really into her family, but whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, she basically tells Tammy, uh, like, I yeah. yeah, you're just trying to make me feel so small and weak, but at the end of the day, you made me found my damn voice, and I'm <laughs> proud of who I am, Tammy. <laughs> she also, like, calls Tammy honey a lot. Which is a power move. Love it. Yeah. 
I don't care, honey. I'm over you, honey. I don't even have words for you anymore. She also honey. says you're nothing to me, and Tammy responds with I'm everything, <laughs> which is such which a is a psycho, man. a Whoa. psycho person thing. Whoa. To say. Yeah, yeah, which is wild. But it was just so weird because like they like would yell at each other, and then one of them would go off with Peter, and then like they would come back, come back. yell at each other some more, give each other another speech, and then the other one would go off with Peter. It's like this is so dumb. It was so dumb. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're nothing to me, girl. <laughs> she said, I am uh, everything. <laughs> like that bowler was that bowler that said, Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> 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 Love it. But anyhow, uh, long and short of it, uh, Tammy completely goes off the deep end by all these things that she's saying. And uh, she also says this really like weird thing to like the producers where she's like um if this doesn't go according to my plan like i'm gonna be pissed or like burn the building down or something and it just seems really calculated like i know what i'm going to say and if it doesn't go according to my plan you're like what she went in there with a schedule of plays to run and uh you know sometimes they don't work out right right they were on they were on you it was uh i just like i just found her heel turn very bizarre and like the passion with which she was on this kind of crusade, I guess I keep calling it, was weird to me because it didn't ever seem like it was rooted in the fact that she really liked Peter. It just right. seemed like it was rooted in the fact that she ID'd a girl that she could kind of bag on and bully and, and fr- frankly bully a little bit yeah, in, in a way. And it was it. just like that was a bizarre strategy in the context of this game. Because, like, at this point, we've already established that, like, everyone's just going to go talk to Peter about, like, all the stuff that goes on anyway. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to accomplish here? Like, you think Peter's going to take your side continuously? Like, mm-hmm. he just sent Alea home twice for basically doing less than you're doing now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. No, I, th- I think she got, to at a point, she just got bored, frustrated, whatever, yeah. with with the state of affairs she was in. And decided to really go out guns blazing and maybe secure a spot in paradise or at least like splash in terms of her her brand or her uh, impressions that she made. Yeah, mm-hmm. would agree. So anyhow, uh, if you couldn't gather from the way we're talking about this, Tammy and, uh, and McKenna get sat down on the couch and Peter tells McKenna that he trusts her and sends Tammy home. So at this point, we all had someone with an unexpected exit. So we all lost 30 points this episode. So oh, it really okay. didn't affect Perfect. scores that much. Anyway. Hate to see But it. at the rose ceremony, he sends McKenna as home anyway. So bye. Yeah. That- I, like, why, why wouldn't you just send both of them home? I don't understand. Because then you would have had a rose ceremony mm-hmm. with only two roses. And it would have been weird. I always feel bad when I say a inappropriate word on this podcast because I see the screen light up in front of Jordan, him tracking. Okay. This is the point where I need to bleep it out. We appreciate your dedication to the pod, Jordan. <laughs> Just I'm I'm running up y'all's tabs for the White House swear jar. You'll, you'll get an invoice at the end of the season. You're gonna have a really nice steak dinner at the yep. end of the season. It's gonna be you lovely. Go down to Panos, get yourself a. <laughs> Panos is closed. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. they're building the second high school right behind it. Really? Which Wait. is a terrible location, but there's land there. So. What do you mean a second high school? Second Harrisonburg High School for the city. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. Are they wait? Is it gonna be a different name or like a like? Yeah, I don't know what they're naming it, but it'll still be Harrisonburg City Schools. We'll have two like, high schools rather it. than okay. just. I just wasn't sure like if it was Southie. gonna be like a um. What word am I looking for? Campus satellite campus. Yeah, or satellite campus. Yeah. Okay. No. Wow. Uh, Little uh, Harrisonburg. Uh, That's who, awesome. Who would have thought? So R.I.P. Panos. Yeah, definitely. Many a good rainbow trout dinner partaken of there. Anyway, the most shocking part, honestly, of the rose ceremony was that he sent Sydney home. Yeah. yeah. I did not. But see, we were going. Okay. Someone I, was going to have to get sent home. We were convinced it was going to be Kelly. I yeah, was. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be Kelly. But, she but had, I was also unsure if it was going to be they both had, versus Natasha. Because I was like. Okay, well, he just pulled Natasha first when he came back from all the drama and was like reassuring her, like, yeah. I love having you here. I care a lot about you. I was like, if he sends her home after giving her that speech, he is like the worst human ever. I kind of home after giving her a big speech about how he trusted her. Well, he said he trusted her, but he didn't say anything about like the long term potential of the relationship. Yeah, anyway. but it seems like a. To Jordan, Jordan's you point. were sweating it out a lot more, though. Would you like to tell the people? <laughs> Yeah, well, so, again, it was a long week. A lot of Bachelor content was watched. Yes. I, we went into this rose ceremony, and I knew I had uh, Kelsey and Madison still on my team. So I entered Wednesday's episode with two young ladies on the squad. And Kelsey got the first or maybe the second rose of this ceremony. Yeah. And I had completely forgotten that madison got the group date rose on this episode so i'm thinking like oh my gosh he's like he's why is he last rosing madison because that was kind of like a shade move that, yeah. that hannah b used a lot last season it's like why would he do this this makes no sense and then he gave the last rose to kelly and i was like what the hell is going on i lost <laughs> my number one pick and then everything became clear but it was like there were like 20 seconds where i i started to black out it was very frightening oh man he was really losing it there seeing all of the the bragging opportunities pass by him yes so unfortunate would have been tough you'd have been stuck at your position anyway Emily probably wouldn't have caught you to be honest no it's not looking good (laughs) for for coachy Anyway, I think we've made it pretty clear how we're all feeling about Peter this season um, and the many conflicts of the house. Anyone giving you guys Bachelorette energy? I said in our text thread, Victoria P. or Kelly. I think I also think Kelly is too mature in terms of like she's too smart to say yes to it. Yeah, but I, I don't think, think Victoria would, yeah. P would definitely be down, and she would make for an entertaining season. Yeah, I think Hannah Ann has some potential as well. She is young though, so it, it kind of remains to be seen if maybe she wants to use this to boost like her influencer career or something like that, you know. But uh, I definitely think she has the potential. She seems down for the um, process, so to speak. From what I've been seeing on social media, and I tend to agree with it, there's not many people who are fans, really, of anyone on the cast at this point. 
Um, I think a lot of good Can't people got sent home before they were even given the chance. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah. And uh, sure. so I think there's a lot of people who are actually hoping they'll pick someone from previous seasons. What about Hannah B? Some people are rumoring <laughs> that they'll bring Hannah B back, which bring wouldn't, back. Be, Can you wouldn't be a new thing. I think they've actually brought people back before. Really? Yeah, I'll do some three, but been on have so someone has been on three seasons of so this show. Nick Vial was a contestant <coughs> um twice. He was a contestant on I can't remember whose season. Then he came back for another girl's season, kind of like midway through, and was like, Would you be willing to, to like invite me into the house? And made it to like the final two. What a weirdo. He's been on Paradise no a couple times, and then he was The Bachelor. But there was somebody who was in a kind of similar situation to Hannah B, where they like didn't find love at the end of the show, or something happened, and I think they got invited back. I will do a fact check and okay. report to you next episode. Thank but you. again, I don't think it's the first time it's happened. A lot of people seem to be about it. I prefer so, a, a fresh face. Oh, for sure. I do think that there's like a lot of girls I would be about seeing from Colton season. I'm a big fan of Katie and Tasha. Mm-hmm. I like Sydney from Colton season, what although I, I, Katie was the one who got engaged to Chris on Paradise, but then he ended up being kind of a weirdo and she dumped oh, him. No, I was, I was over. No. Yeah. But I do like Sydney from Colton season too. But I, yeah, worry- I like Sydney and Tasha. Yeah, Tasha could be really good, but um. Anyway, what about they could top... be Demi and have guys and girls could be like Tila Tequila yep. shot at love. Remember that could show? <laughs> yeah, they already made it. We don't even make it again. Any top four predictions at this point with our new standings? Um, I think I think Madison is a clear top four, top I'd two. Agree with that. Madison and Victoria F. Yeah. I feel like shoe wins. Yeah. I think uh I think Natasha and Kelly would pro or Kelsey would probably be my next two to go. That would be mm. my guess. Mm. I think I he think, likes Kelsey. I think he really likes Kelsey too. I think it's gonna be Natasha and Kelly will go. Okay. I'm more I'm more on that side, but So I guess that puts Kelsey's old Kelsey is a bit of a wild card. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly feeling very like emotionally divided when it comes to Kelsey because again I see some uh she flashes turmoil. of brilliance and then yes. and Yeah, then but she's like, like honest too. I don't know. It's interesting with her. It's the wine. Yeah. It's the wine, but it also might be the setting. She might just not be cut out with setting. It's it is real and raw. Peter yeah. can never accuse her of it not being that. Mm. Yeah. Um, nice. Anyway, our point standing. Pull it up here. Let's do it. Let's do this. Costa Rica. Why didn't I have this already open? <laughs> All right. That's gonna be well, the name of the episode. Costa Rica. <laughs> what are we doing here? It's the spinning circle of death. Oh, love. No, you want me to pull it up? Lovely. There we go. I got it. Okay. So we have Logan in the lead with 1,580 points. Jeez. Jordan, 1,336 points. And I am coming in with 1,205 points. I'm picking it up. I'm picking up some steam, guys. Yeah. How do I have 1,336? 
What do we have a one point category for? It's a good question. Also, this is not including the minus. Yeah, but we all were minus thirty. It's all a wash. So it's a wash. All right. Well, we can we can find that one. Yeah, point we'll, we'll need to find that. There's, yeah. there's probably a one that oh, got put in. There it is. I found it. Okay. Anyway, so basically, you have thirty-five. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think Logan just really pulled out strong this episode because of all the number of water feature kisses Sydney. on his team. Sydney, Sydney, really like a well, gunner, an absolute gunner going out like Alan Iverson. Clay Thompson, Hannah, third quarter. Hannah Ann kissed him at the waterfall Cosmo date. You had a helicopter date. It was a big. It was a big week for my team. I mean, listen. All of your girls have had one-on-ones. Yeah, can't, big can't, relate. <laughs> can't relate. Yeah. So anyway, we're, oh, we are, we're, we're all down to two people left. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty remarkable. That final six, each of us only, each of us still have two. Emily just had two people it's, left after like week one. It's also and... crazy to think that we're already down to six people. Yeah. I mean, again, it was a big week, but man. But yeah, because I remember Emily, you saying for Hannah's season, like, <laughs> they added a couple of episodes, or like because they were trying to really cash in on popularity and stuff. But it seems like we're moving through this at a really uh, advanced pace. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think, I guess next week though is when it starts slowing down. Like I think they only go from six to five, and then five to four, which will be hometowns. So wait, hometowns is four. Yeah, there's four girls who go to hometown. And then, what so, is after hometowns? Three is. Yeah, three is fantasy suites, and then there's the final two. Dun dun women dun. Women tell all. Dun dun dun. Get excited for the women tell all. It's so I think only one. I'm pumped for women tell all. <laughs> so you know what though? You're next going to show up with new eyebrows. Next week it might be two girls going home. We might have fantasy suites after next week. I mean, I'm in our hometown dates. I am all week. about moving this forward. Let's go. Also, I heard that old seasons are now on Netflix, which oh, is no. awesome because, like, don't you just kind of want to binge watch the season too? Like, just like get it done. I don't know. That's a lot of bachelor. Content. I'm gonna have to get real sick for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it also would not work great for a podcast either. Right. But anyway, yeah. everybody, let's land the plane. Yep. Agreed. It is over. Thank, Thank you, you for, for sticking with us for two hours. Yeah, you did it, fam. For coming with We're us so proud of you. On this journey. This is the Wheel Route Podcast, though. You know where to find us, but in case you don't, we're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. There's a website, thewheelroute.com is the website. You can stream the show there. You can um, see our other episodes there, see our failed college football picks tracker there (laughs) and um other things we are as mentioned undergoing a bit of rebranding right now so look for some look for some new uh new logos and and merch to drop soon and otherwise you know what it is we love you go gators go hoos may the roses ever be in your favor boys